Welcome to the latest edition of the Shukri Rights Podcast with your host Shukri Rights. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening and watching the pod, thank you for making this pod part of your daily routine. I sincerely appreciate it. As always, don't forget to hit subscribe and follow when the new episodes of the Shukri Rights Podcast will be dropping. You can um, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. Um, you can type in Shukri Rights. You will find me very easily. You know, you'll see like a bunch of um, Shukri Rights podcast episodes, some episodes past, including the one from, uh, from, from, from Monday as well. And it's all there. It's all there for your enjoyment. I do this because I love talking sports. I love creating content. And I love talking about the topics that matter. So on this day, the day after week one of the of the of the regular season schedule slate has come to a close with Monday night football, Bills, Jets. That's really the big story that mostly anyone and everyone is talking about today. I myself, I'm going to basically spend this entire podcast talking about my thoughts on what transpired last night. And in case if you don't know, by now, Aaron Rodgers only after four offensive plays left the game due to an injury and what we now know it has been confirmed via various reports and ESPN that Aaron Rodgers sustained a torn Achilles heel. He is done for the season after four offensive plays. Wow. There's so much to unpack here. I'm going to take my time with all of this because as a football fan, I felt gutted. But as a Patriots fan, I'm sitting here looking at the New York Jets and especially everyone who's a Jets fan in the New York market and saying, man, I can't think of a franchise that's more cursed than the New York Jets. You think about their history. You think about just the run-ins with bad luck, bad timing, whatever you want to chalk it up as. But in New York, where I have seen franchises have success, I have seen franchises have failure and go through long periods of failure. And I've seen franchises that are flat out cursed. I am of the belief that the New York Jets or a franchise that is cursed. You can't tell me if you're a Jets, if you're a Jets fan, and even if you aren't a Jets fan, you can't tell me that Going into the game last night, there was part of you that was a little concerned. You were concerned about his health and his ability to stay healthy. Because this is not the first time that we've seen Aaron Rodgers get knocked out due to a season-ending injury in his career. We remember the, the broken collarbone that he sustained against the Minnesota Vikings when he was, he was with the Green Bay Packers. I remember that. But there was a part, there was a small part of me that was concerned. I was like, I just hope he stays healthy. That's it. Because we all know the talent that that man possesses. I was so excited as a football fan just to see what he was going to do in New York. What he was going to do with the Jets. A franchise that has been starving for a Super Bowl title since 1969. And 
All it took was just four offensive plays. Four. That's it. A grand total of 75 seconds is all it took for the Super Bowl hopes, dreams, and aspirations of New York Jets fans to go up and smoke. That's all it took. 75 seconds is all it took for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets' season of Super Bowl hopes and dreams to come crashing down. 75 seconds is longer than a New York minute. And Aaron Rodgers' New York Jets season one ended and it lasted longer than a New York minute. And it is truly an absolute travesty. It's a travesty no matter how you may slice and dice it. Let's start with how do I feel overall as a as a football fan, as someone who has taken great appreciation in watching great NFL quarterback talent over the years, especially over the last 20 years. Today, I don't feel happy. I feel sad. I feel gutted. I feel disappointed. I feel as if that there's been a part of me that's been, that's been robbed of what could have been potentially a very special season for the New York Jets. Let's be honest for just a moment. There's still a chance that it still could be special for the Jets, but even though the Jets won last night on the walk-off punt return for the touchdown by Xavier Gibson, how many Jet fans truthfully really believe in, in Zach Wilson after the season he had last year? And even if the Jets were to make the playoffs, let's say they get to an AFC Championship game, and if they get there and if they lose, you're always going to come back to, we lost Aaron Rodgers four plays into week one. And one of the great travesties of this NFL season now, and this one is right as of right now is going to be ranked number one, what could have been? If Aaron Rodgers has stayed healthy. I'm not sitting here playing the blame game. I'm not going to do that. It's pointless. It's renderless. What good does it do anybody? No one. It does nobody any good at all whatsoever. So I feel gutted. I feel upset. I feel a little sad. Because this was the number one storyline Going into the NFL season, point blank, bar none. It's not even close. It's not even close. The millions of fans who watch Hard Knocks, New York Jets training camp, knew that the hype up and the build up was absolutely real. It was so real that last night at the start of Monday Night Football, you had the most chill inducing run out of the tunnel that you can remember in recent memory in New York sports. Aaron Rodgers on the 22nd anniversary of 9-11, running out of the tunnel, being announced as a starting quarterback of the New York Jets with the American flag, no less on the 22nd anniversary of 9-11, that produced chills. That was a chills-producing moment. 
whether you're a Jets fan or a Jets hater or an Aaron Rodgers fan or an Aaron Rodgers hater, doesn't matter. That moment was incredible. And all it took was 75 seconds on his first drive as a New York Jets for it to all go up in smoke. You know what I actually equate this to? I equate this to I equate this to you getting your first brand new pair of Tims. And all it lasted was a, maybe a day and a half before you see that first black scuffing on the front of your of your brand new pair of Tims you just bought. If you are a New Yorker, specifically, if you are a New Yorker, you understand exactly where I'm coming from. We get those fresh butter pair of Tims, and you're like, yeah, I'm feeling good. Man, this 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 looking lit right now. Yeah, you walk in the streets. Day goes by. You look down and you see that 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 small that small scuffing, and you're just like, damn, damn. Did I did I really need this? Yeah, that that's what I I would be created to. Aaron Rodgers was that fresh pair of Tims that New York. We're so excited to have New Yorkers, especially Jet fans. We're so looking forward to enjoying, to see what it would become, what it could potentially become, especially with the expectations. It was going to be Super Bowl or bust. No two ways about it. And now you may never know what this season could have turned into if Aaron Rodgers stayed healthy. How do I feel? I'm gutted. That's number one. Number two, let's look at the second aspect of it. What does this mean in terms of the AFC East picture? Because personal feelings aside now, this has major implications in terms of how this affects the AFC East. Aaron Rodgers, done for the season, the Jets now have to turn to Zach Wilson unless they decide to go out into the open market and get themselves another veteran quarterback. How does it impact the AFC East? Substantially. Massively. There's no denying that Aaron Rodgers' injury impacts the AFC East massively. Because for those of you that have been watching and following me on social media, especially in terms of my content and so forth, know that I have personally, even as a Patriots fan, I have personally have said that this AFC East division was going to be a war of attrition between Tua Tagovailoa, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and Mac Jones. And I've said that Mac Jones was the worst quarterback in this division. You know that Aaron Rodgers, whether you like him or not, he is the it factor for the New York Jets. Or should I now say, was going to be the it factor for the New York Jets. Now that Aaron Rodgers is out the picture for the season, and who knows about his career at this point, I just hope that, on personal note, that this isn't the end of Aaron Rodgers, that he does not end his career on this note. But as far as the division is concerned, between the Bills, 
the Patriots and the um and the Dolphins. How does this impact the AFC East? Let me tell you how. Based on what I have seen, and I know it's week one, so I'm going to go on a little bit of an over overreaction here. I don't think it's crazy to say that the Miami Dolphins are smiling this morning and saying to themselves, hey, we really got a chance now to win this division. Because after how they look on Sunday against the L.A. Chargers, especially the way that Tua Tagovailoa looked and how he played, how the, how the Dolphins um, the Dolphins looked, especially on the defensive side of the ball, I don't know how you are not thinking that the Dolphins should, in fact, be the favorites to win the AFC East now. Not the Bills. Because, ladies and gentlemen, newsflash, Josh Allen has been mediocre to pedestrian as a quarterback of the Buffalo Bills within the last season or so. He's been pedestrian. And I'll even shrink it up a little bit. He has been pedestrian since November of last year, which is is now bled into this season. He's been pedestrian. I am concerned about Josh Allen. I'm not saying that I don't believe in, in Josh Allen and that he has the ability to lead the Bills to where they ultimately been wanting to go since 2020, and that is getting to the Super Bowl. I'm saying that they have a they have major question marks on this team right now, and it starts with the quarterback position. I got the Dolphins right now as now the new favorites to win the AFC East. What about the Patriots? The Patriots, they're going to be a good team. I do think that, and I talked about this uh, on yesterday's podcast episode, that the Patriots... There were positives to be taken from their loss against the Eagles. And I thought I went through those positives. I don't think that the Patriots are going to be a much better team this year. They showed a lot of fight in their loss to the Eagles um, on Sunday. But the truth is, I don't have them winning the division. Maybe a wild card team, sure. But I don't see them being the team that steps up and wins this division. I think the Dolphins are still better than them. I still think the Bills are better than them. The Jets... They were a quarterback away from being Super Bowl contenders. That quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, unfortunately, he's now done for the season. So that leaves the Patriots. Wildcard team at best. So the Aaron Rodgers injury severely impacts the AFC race. It's week one, and we obviously know there's still 17 more weeks left. 16 games remaining for all the other teams. We all know that. So there's a lot of football to be played between now and as well as by the time we get to mid-January. It's a lot of football left. We got four and a half, we got four months remaining, basically, of NFL regular season football. So with that being said, I feel gutted in terms of the Aaron Rodgers injury as a football fan. Number two, I just explained to you how the injury impacts the AFC East. The Dolphins, in my opinion, are now the favorites to win this division. Not the Buffalo Bills, not the New England Patriots. And I sure as heck don't think the New York Jets are going to win this division. Not without 
Aaron Rodgers. Thirdly, what does this mean moving forward in terms of the New York Jets organization and franchise? Because general manager Joe Douglas has got some serious questions to ask and answer. I know they went out and they acquired Aaron Rodgers. But I can't help but to wonder, why did the Jets not be a bit more aggressive and going after a Lamar Jackson when he was available for trade. Why? Because, let me break it down to you this way, folks. Your t- the, the, the Jets team in itself did not even believe in Zach Wilson. They didn't believe in him. It, went, it was so bad that, the, that his own teammates basically... Basically, we're just like, listen, we, we need, we're just a quarterback away. We need a quarterback away. We just need a quarterback. He didn't say that verbatim, but I'm, but I'm paraphrasing the sentiment that was within, within the, the walls um, at, at, and down in Florham Park. But the truth is, this team didn't believe in Zach Wilson last season. The Jets won Monday Night Football over the, over the Buffalo Bills 22-16 not because of Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, yes, he made the big play, the touchdown pass to um, to Garrett Wilson, which, by the way, which was one hell of a catch in its own right. That was one hell of a catch by Garrett Wilson to maintain focus, juggle the ball for a little bit, and still come down with the, with the football for the touchdown. Amazing. But it wasn't Zach Wilson who carried the Jets to the victory. It was the it was the Jets defense. That Jet defense is going to be a massive problem in the AFC and the NFL this season. Mark my words. Mark my words. This Jets defense is going to be a problem. A serious problem. Because we saw just how good the defense can be last night in on Monday Night Football. But with that being said. How much faith does the New York Jets have in Zach Wilson, truthfully? And that is an honest question that they're going to have to ask and answer within the next, I would say, 72 hours. I would even go as far as to say, give the Jets their their opportunity to figure this out in week two. What do they have in terms of Zach Wilson? How much did he learn from or can he learn from? From Aaron Rodgers, given that he is going to be, he, he'll be around in the building. I, I'd like to think that even though he's out for the season, that he's still going to be around the team, despite him, you know, like you know, getting the surgery and rehabbing or whatnot. But how much faith do, does the team and the organization, the general manager Joe Douglas and head coach Robert Sala have in Zach Wilson? That's a real question. Because if I'm on the outside looking in, but I'm looking at that team right now. And I'm looking at how they handled that situation last year when they been Zach Wilson and they brought in Mike White. I'm not, I'm not really convinced even after last night's win. And a buzz of last night's win has really subsided and now reality has really hit like a big boulder 
that Aaron Rodgers is done for the season, I don't think they have a whole lot of faith and a whole lot of trust in Zach Wilson, which now leads me to say this. It wouldn't behoove me. It wouldn't surprise me if the New York Jets went out and they got themselves a quarterback, a la Carson Wentz. It wouldn't surprise me. If Zach Wilson is not the answer, I think the pay, I think the Jets should go out and sign Carson Wentz. I was watching first take um, earlier today, and someone made a recommendation that the Jets, Joe Douglas, the general manager, should make a phone call to Tom Brady and say, brruh, brruh. Yeah. yo, what's good, yo? All right, so you saw what happened with Aaron Rodgers. Yo, he out for the season. Oh, word? Yeah. All right, boom. So we know you you just retired. You just rang the bell at Gillette Stadium. You know, they honored you and whatnot, but I'm going to keep it a buck. We we still think that you are that guy. How can, like, what can we do in order to obtain your services for the 2023 season? Man, damn, I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. But... Last season at age 45, Tom Brady didn't look that great in Tampa Bay. I didn't think he looked all that good. And Tom Brady admitted himself on Sunday that he's, that he's not in football shape. So even if the Jets were to call Tom Brady's representatives and make a pitch, say, hey, you know what? We want to offer you a one-year deal just to come play for the New York Jets. We got we got $35 million on the table for you. We'll pay you. Do you think the do you think Tom Brady will come out of retirement and play for the New York Jets? I don't think that's a real possibility. I don't think that's realistic. This is my reason why. And there I have seen this a lot on social media already. But the truth is. Tom Brady coming to the New York Jets would not work. It wouldn't work. There's too many question marks that I would have in terms of Tom Brady, if the Jets were to call him, if they were. Let's just do this hypothetically. If the Jets were to call Tom Brady and they say, hey, we want to call you in. We want to offer you an opportunity to come back and play for just one more year. And let's say, hypothetically, Tom Brady does it. I don't think it works. And the reasons are as follows. Number one, it's a system that he is that he is not familiar with. We know that Tom Brady, as a fact, not opinion, when he has his system in place, he thrives. Obviously, for 20 years in New England, he was the system. He brought the system to Tampa Bay, won the Super Bowl in year one. With plays in the systems that he was already familiar with from his time in New England. And let's just say that if he were to go play for the New York Jets, 
you think he would be able to gel in and to be able to um, to master the new offensive system that was inst- in- installed for Aaron Rodgers by Nathan- Nathaniel Hackett, that it will work for Tom Brady? You think that will work? I don't think it would. I genuinely do not think it would. That's the first reason. Second reason. I am concerned about the offensive line. Tom Brady, when he has a great offensive line, a solid offensive line, things work. Things tend to work itself out. When it doesn't, it is because the offensive line was one of the issues why Tom Brady struggles. Let me tell you this known fact, ladies and gentlemen, that is beyond without a shadow of a doubt. The fact of the matter is this. It is that when you are an older quarterback in the NFL, you need a solid offensive line. When you don't have an, a solid offensive line, it messes with older quarterbacks badly. Older quarterbacks have a higher likelihood of getting hurt. That is a fact. That has been proven time and time again. I'm going to give you an actual example. Matthew Stafford. He gets traded to the LA Rams in 2021. 2021 was the year that the Rams won the Super Bowl. What was one of the strengths of the LA Rams team that won it all? Hmm? When they won Super Bowl 56, the Rams offensive line was solid in protecting Matthew Stafford. Older quarterback, veteran, he needs to be kept upright and not be knocked on his ass. When he's not on his ass, like last year, the Rams did not have a good offensive line. It was problematic throughout the season. Guess what happened? Stafford gets hurt. And unfortunately, coming back to Aaron Rodgers, what was the number one concern for the Jets coming into the regular season? Offensive line. Offensive line was a problem for Aaron Rodgers last night. Older quarterback who needs protection to be kept upright. Go back and watch three out of the out of those four offensive plays that Aaron Rodgers um, partook in last night prior to the injury. He was scrambling. He was constantly under pressure by the Bills' pass rush. Again, when you have a bad offensive line, it doesn't matter who you have under center. Your offensive line could be your biggest undoing and the biggest reason why any team doesn't have success. So even if the Jets would have called Tom Brady, and let's say he does say, you know, I'll come out of retirement to play one year with the Jets, it won't work. Because I mentioned the system isn't there and isn't built for Tom Brady to succeed in. That's number one. In terms of offensive offensive scheming and as well as 
um, the system that he that he's been accustomed to running in New England and as well as Tampa Bay prior to retirement. Number two, offensive line. Older quarterbacks need a solid offensive line. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it at all. The Jets' offensive line leaves more to be desired. I don't trust it. And even if you bring in the greatest quarterback of all time, it will not and it will cannot mask the fact that the Jets' offensive line, it's a question mark moving forward. Maybe it will get better as the season goes on. That's also a possibility. Absolutely. But the all-line for the for the New York Jets is a question mark. And even if they were to hypothetically bring in Tom Brady, it wouldn't make much of a difference. Those are my reasons why I think it's not a good idea to even bring him in. I mean, what good was it, would it do the Jets? Yeah, you'll, ha- you'll have a bona fide quarterback older and the narrative is going to be you had to bring a quarterback that out of retirement just to help save the season <laughs> how do you think that's going to go in new york i'm from there i know how the new york media works just just think about that for a moment didn't they go down this route this route before hmm? they had to pry brett Favre out of retirement after the 07 season just to get him to come play for the New York Jets. <laughs> and they're going to try to do the same thing with Tom Brady? That's, that's to say, if that were to happen? Come on. If there was a time that Zach Wilson could really reestablish himself and prove it yet again that he is more than a serviceable quarterback, a quarterback that can help this team win, now's the time to prove it. But it's a devastating day for for any for any football fan, especially if you're the New York Jets. There's no other way to put it other than the fact that you essentially just got kicked in the you got kicked in the gonads as a collective fan base. You just did. So, final thoughts is is that now. That Aaron Rodgers, we now know that Aaron Rodgers does, in fact, have a a torn Achilles uh, heel, Achilles tendon. His career and his future very much um, in limbo. We it'll be a while before we know what the next move is going to be for Aaron Rodgers in terms of wanting to continue his career and so forth. Only time will tell. But the game itself last night was a defensive battle. Josh Allen, <laughs> he got rattled pretty badly by this Jets defense. The Bills did themselves no favors. They didn't play well. The Jets, despite the circumstances, did not quit the sort of tremendous amount of fight. Special teams was huge for them last night. And they come away from the game with a W despite losing their quarterback for the season. And that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Shook Race Podcast with your host, Shukri Writes. As I mentioned, don't forget to hit subscribe and follow the podcast. Subscribe to my YouTube channel at Shukri Writes. Subscribe to the podcast, the Shook Race Podcast. You can find it on iHeartRadio and wherever you get your podcast as well. 
subscribe, follow, follow me on social media, on Twitter, or should I say on X now, at Shukri Wright. Follow me on Instagram at srightsradio underscore, and as well as on TikTok at s, well, Shukri Wright. I was about to spell it out, but at Shukri Wright, but you get my point. That's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Shukri Wright's podcast. Shukri Wright signing off. Hope you have a good rest of your um, of your day or evening whenever you're listening to the podcast. Take it easy. I'll talk to you again next time.